Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The Adventures of Batman. Welcoming you to the new adventures of Batman. Welcome to episode number 15 of Batmanimation. I got it right the first time. <laughs> Ryan Lauer. Uh, a <laughs> Batman on film podcast where we explore the animated adventures of the Dark Knight. Did I get that right too, Ryan Lauer? Maybe Dark Knight, Caped Crusader, uh, Batman. Uh, the Batman. Know. We know. he's He's yeah. got so many aliases. Yes. There so, you but you got Batman animation right. That's a that yeah, right that's there. That was a big deal. Uh, yeah, I applause am, and post. <laughs> I am uh, Bill Ramey. I am the founder of Batman on Film, and uh, this is our first B- BOF show of 2023. So, happy new year, everybody, Ryan. This that means that this is this kicking off. The 25th anniversary yes. of Batman on film. It is. Wow. This is kind of, yeah. <laughs> Something called epilogue. I hope yeah. that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no. Um, so did you do anything special for New Year's? Uh, I watched Michigan lose against TCU. Okay. Did that like, um, ruin the rest of your day? It, it didn't because uh, it was a very entertaining game. Michigan shot themselves in the foot multiple times. Uh, so the fact that they even had it had a shot at the end was a little remarkable. Uh, it just kind of stunk that the game ended in quite a whimper instead of uh, some sort of excitement. Yeah. You know, ended on a a miscue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ending of that freaking game ended on a miscue. But uh, then, yeah, I just hung out with hung out with a. Uh, Went over to a friend's house and, and played some games and stuff. Nothing too wild. You know, I'm in my upper 30s now. Yeah. Those those wild New Year's are long in the past. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, we had a good time. We were still up until like three or four in the morning, but okay, pretty. I mean, it was fun. Good, good right. times. What about Always, you? Did you see well, midnight? No, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no. I actually I did because I woke up because uh uh, people were blasting fireworks all around and it oh, woke okay. me up. So, and then Rachel said, Oh, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's about to turn midnight. So <clears throat> that was it. And I was back asleep about 30 seconds after that. But the thing is, 
our anniversary is on December 30th. Mm-hmm. So we always do something on the 30th. So that kind of takes place of New Year's Eve, right? That's your New Year's. So New Year's Eve is my thing. It's just watch football day and cook and stuff like that. Maybe watch a movie or whatever. And so it's just, it's chill on the 31st, right? So that's, that's, that's just, right. yeah. There you go. So, yes, uh, we are going to talk about an episode from Justice League Unlimited titled Epilogue. It's from season two. It is episode 13. It aired in 2005. It was written by Bruce Tim and Wayne McDuffie with the screenplay or the teleplay by Wayne McDuffie. And it is essentially, Ryan, mm-hmm. as you know, it is kind of the epilogue, I think, in my opinion, refers to uh, Batman Beyond. It serves as an, uh, a capper and ending to Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond series. The Batman Beyond series just ended, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was no finale or anything like that. So, um, truth be told, this is the only episode of Justice League Unlimited I've ever watched. It's fact I've even with the what was the you know the what was the first one? Just Justice League. Yeah. I've never watched any of those. I've but watched I did, the yeah. the first half of that series because they released it in I don't know if they did if there was just two seasons of 26 episodes for Justice League yeah uh and I bought those both on Blu-ray and I yeah I've watched the first season uh didn't see the second season and then like you this was the this is the only Justice League Unlimited episode I'd ever seen I only watched it because I did enjoy Batman Beyond mm-hmm. animated series. And so I discovered, and this was after the fact, you know, to be just honest, that they that this episode existed and it was a uh, capper to Batman Beyond. So I uh, sought it out and watched it and I enjoyed it. So we're going to discuss it today. So we did, when we decided um, early in the week, you want to do a Batman minute? Bat- Say I goofed it up again. Batman animation. There you go. Episode. Yeah, you said, and I, I said, hmm. And I finally thought <laughs> I said, "You're hilarious, though, because you're like, yeah. you want to do a Batman animation?" I said, "Yeah, uh, sounds good." And you're like, "Okay, you pick the episode." And I said, "Okay, I'll think about it." And then you go, "How about epilogue?" Yeah, I, it, 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 honestly, <laughs> okay. I, said, I was going to say once, and I did text you that, and I thought, and it just popped. What about epilogue? You know, I was thinking, trying to think of something we haven't done yet. We haven't done anything, sure. I don't believe, from uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, our stance here is, and our requirement is it's got to be a Batman-centric yes. episode. And the, even though Batman is in the Justice League uh, episodes and is an important I don't know if we'll go down that route with any of them other than the ones that may be just, Batman centric. And this one yeah. certainly is. Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So let's discuss epilogue. So like I said, it's essentially a capper to Batman beyond. It starts out, it's set 65 years in the future from, 
I, I'm assuming what's going on during the time period of Justice League uh, um, Unlimited. For And for everybody that's panicking, um, it's on HBO Max, mm-hmm. but I think this is one of the series that's leaving HBO Max at the end of January. So if you have HBO Max, that's where you can find it. I have no concerns because it's probably going to pop up on one of the other popular streamers. Um, yeah. You know, but I know people are worried that it's pulling, you know, DC superhero stuff. So you have until the end of the month to watch this one on HBO Max, just as a, um, if you need to navigate and find a way to watch it somehow. Yeah. And I think, um, I think you could find it anywhere else, but you can always like, I know Amazon prime, if you want to buy the episode, you know, it's yeah, you can buy like, it there, buy Apple, like a dollar, dollar 99 or whatever. $1. So, $1.99, yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm, and I would also say probably a lot of people who are listening to this probably have own a Blu-ray it. or DVD or whatever yeah. of this. So anyway, uh, 65 years in the future, um, we find Terry McGinnis who he's in disguise or he's supposed to be in disguise or his identity is in the dark. So he's not know for sure who it is. He is the shadows. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is breaking into a mansion that's heavily guarded and we end up finding out he is confronting an aged Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. He wants some answers. Dad gummit. Dad gummit. And so that's where we are left. And then we get the, you know, that's kind of like the intro teaser. And then there's the, the overly dramatic uh, music and introduction intro mm-hmm. to the justice league unlimited series. And then we're back at it. And um, the, the episode kind of goes between a co- the colored version of Terry and uh, Amanda Waller's confrontation and uh, then going back to the past at times where it's in black and white. And then, so, um, what's your thoughts about how it opens up and how the whole Amanda Waller thing and Perry and all that play out? Well, a bonus is that I've seen this a handful of times, just this episode, and it's so spaced out that I don't fully remember and I do remember the scene that that we'll get to involving the original Batman, but um, the rest of it's always almost like a little fuzzy. Yeah. And so I do I, kind I of found, for, I forget yeah. what's going on and stuff. And I'm the black you. and white parts always get me. I'm kind of like, oh, OK, so it's catching us up of what's been going on. And then until the end and you realize that uh, not all is as it seems when it comes to the black and white. Um Yeah. Yeah, quote yeah, unquote yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, and it's surprising because, you know, including Amanda Waller. Now, this Amanda Waller is a much nicer Amanda Waller than the one we, we're all accustomed to right now that we've seen the past, you know, six years mm-hmm. or so. Um, she seems just like a little bit more, a little nicer and has a little bit more of a soul, I guess you could say. Um, feelings emotion empathy all that here which is uh kind of nice i'm unfamiliar with her and because i don't remember many of the justice league cartoons that i have seen so um this version of that character 
uh, is just unfamiliar. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like she's a lot nicer. <laughs> How old is? Oh, now, I will we say we I must know Terry is now a grown ass man. He's mm -hmm. not teenager, quote unquote, like he is in Batman Beyond series. Yeah. Um, he looks quite a lot like Bruce Wayne. Hmm. Hmm. my chin. Yeah. And but he does still look like an older version of the character we we knew from Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um and he's comes off he's rather angry. Rather angry with Amanda Waller, he even breaks her antique teacup. Oh my goodness. Um smash it, yeah. Smashes it, you know, smashes it out of her hand and it falls on the floor into a million pieces and uh He's confronting Bruce Wayne, who... So how old is Bruce here? He's got to be in his 90s? 176. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> it checks out. If anybody I mean, can be 176, that'd be yeah, Bruce Wayne, right? Bruce Wayne um, finds a way. He's got to be um, inching to triple digits. Because he's... What is he, 80 in Batman Beyond? I'm not sure. Okay. I don't really... I don't remember. I'm not. And, I'm not an expert on that series. And he is, his aesthetic, the way he is drawn, is he is uh, much older than even mm -hmm. the Batman Beyond version of Bruce Wayne. He's much more frail, um, just and older in appearance. Period. And Kevin Conroy even, I think, goes even further to get like that a really gravelly voice too. That's yeah. noticeably different than the version in uh batman beyond yeah and and so the thing is terry discuss let's just get to it terry to discovers it. let's just terry discovers that his father is wait for it bruce wayne in a weird freaking way yeah yeah because Amanda Waller realizes we always need a Batman. Gotham mm -hmm. needs a Batman. So Batman, it's, I, I laughed at this and how she said, you know, it does a scene of Batman leaves his DNA all over Gotham. And she's something yeah. like, not in that way. Yeah. And then continues talking. And I started laughing. And I was like, that's a good way to sneak in something that might go over a kid's head. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it collects it and then had to find like the an, a newer version of Thomas and Martha Wayne mm -hmm. and the and I don't remember Terry's parents I don't remember their names yeah the dad wanted, was thought he was getting a flu shot actually got Bruce Wayne you know Batman's DNA put in him and then a year later Terry was born and in a nice added edition here she almost wanted to have an origin just like Batman's. Yeah. So in, in this, and maybe it's come up before, Amanda Waller knows who Batman is then. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, how would she know that, you know, Batman's parents were murdered? And so was going to call in the Phantasm yeah. to take yeah. out Terry's parents. And uh, Andrea Beaumont, we assume, we never hear, but we do hear Amanda Waller say she doesn't go through with it 
and this is this is actually my overall thoughts of this episode is I don't I don't like it as much as it seems everybody does. Um, I don't like. I think it's a crutch, and it's a shortcut to for something to come in and take credit for something that happened before, even though there was no hint at all mm-hmm. that that was ever the plan. And so, just out of nowhere, to end a Batman Beyond series, and then to basically just be like, "Terry, we shot your dad with Batman's DNA, and now Bruce Wayne's actually your dad." Yeah, I'm kind of like. What? Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of exposition to get to that point, I sort of yes. feel. Uh, and that to me, like that bugs me. That really drags the episode, I think. I was thinking um when I was well, I thought, do I I've watched it several times. I, I said to myself, do I need to watch it again to discuss? But I'll of course I do. Yeah. So, because um, my my thought was, is it on HBO Max? You know, uh, mm-hmm. what am I going to do if it's not? But it was, and I'm like you, I remembered it differently or mm-hmm. forgot things, right? And also, I was thinking, okay, um, how does this? I know that I'm also not one to try to look into you know um into movies or animation anything fiction like this and and try to nitpick it completely to death to where you you don't enjoy it. i mean sometimes you just you just sure. take it you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh yeah um but i am with you a little bit on uh i think it's a little bit of a stretch mm-hmm. not a little bit it's kind of a stretch completely even though it's uh, fantasy and animation fiction but the fact that in batman beyond it was such it was such a happenstance that bruce even met or, or terry met bruce you know um and just you know discovered the the bat suit and the, you know the whole from that very first episode of batman beyond and if Cause I was thinking, how did this, you know, how did they set all that up? I had completely forgot about the phantasm and, and the parents and trying to recreate the whole, you know, uh, having your parents murdered in front of you and with Terry and the whole nine yards, but you know, how, how do you get to a point to where, okay, the phantasm didn't go through it. So how was there going to be, you know, what was the chance that he was going to end up happy, you know, end up meeting Bruce Wayne, you know, even with yeah. his father dying. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just, it's, it's a little bit too convenient, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can totally, I mean, I accept just like a lot with comics. I accept a lot with animation. Mm-hmm. So I can go, I can go with it, whatever. But it 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 all just it, once it's kind of in my mind of like wait come on, then it's there, and then I start to just kind of I think look closer, <laughs> focus harder from then on, and I'm like well I don't mm-hmm. really like that, yeah. that doesn't sit well with me, eh, a little eye rolly, 
so I just want to like get that part out. And I think <clears throat> with the Justice League series, Justice League Unlimited, why I didn't just get sucked into that is because I think there's always, always a lot of comparisons with the animated series, but and rightfully so, but it's because they tried to make a little bit of a continuation of that series, mm-hmm. even though it went through dramatic changes. Yeah. So it's much easier for me to not compare the Batman cartoon to Batman the animated series. Cause it's not a continuation. It's something different. So I don't have to be like, well, I kind of wanted the animated series. It's like, no, this is something new, something different. Whereas justice league series is, well, it's kind of like a continuation. It's like, well, then it should be a lot similar in this way, this way, this way, and this way. If it's a continuation, mm-hmm. uh, this is a continuation of Batman beyond, which was a, a continuation of Batman the animated series. So it's it's all just kind of like, uh, uh, I don't think the phantasm aspect holds up a whole lot. She wasn't some assassin for hire. That's not the character. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of like, huh? Eh. But that's it was a little like, bit of, don't you find it a little bit of like, let's, let's kind of force yeah. uh, Mask of the Phantasm, Batman the animated series into this and, you know, kind of say, mm-hmm. hey, see, it's co- it's all connected. It's all connected. Always. Yeah. It doesn't work if it's not connected. And of course, admittedly, you just see the phantasm and you're like, oh, cool. Because, yeah. I, you know, affinity for that story. And also yeah. the, the costume of that character, is, I think, is badass. But those are like my my negatives. That's my negative with the with the episode. Okay. I think a lot of people for, forget or quickly are just look past that stuff. I can't speak yeah. for anybody except myself. I, I am of... in agreement with you with, with all of that. Okay. Um, I think in retrospect, if there had, had the, if there had been some seeds planted in Batman beyond mm-hmm. that, this might, that Bruce may be more than just his mentor, you know, mm-hmm. just some, just some seeds, you know, something, some crumbs, yeah. breadcrumbs, Hansel and Gretel, you know, and on a plus um, on a plus side of it, yeah. Bruce Tim, they got to put they got to give an ending to Batman Beyond this way. Yes. So yeah. with with that, it's like, oh good, because I always want would always like somebody to be able to put an ending to their story. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that they were at least able to do this. But I think for me, the highlight for everybody, I feel like is a highlight and why they this I think this episode is really put up there. Um, is for the bat the Batman scene in the middle of the episode with uh, what's the character's name? Ace, Ace. Which I mean, I can't, I don't follow. And Pete, Pete loves to act like all I do is just stay in Gotham, and I never listen. To- it's because some of this stuff just gets a little too far out there for me. Yeah, uh, Ace is a kid, but also a mind something creates yeah different reality yeah like i don't know it's it's quite a quite a trip and so sometimes that's just not my thing but because she's going to die you know you can summarize it better than i can i know you have a pad of paper and notes set us up for this part so it's the what's the royal flush gang Mm -hmm. some version of the royal flush gang Ace is part of it. She gave the other three or four members 
um, other other four members, she'd be five for you know five cards. But um, she gave them their powers. They're wrecking havoc. The Justice League. Well, who's in it? Star Girl, Hawk Girl, um, our old Was friend Green Red Lantern? Tornado. Or no, there, there's I'm, a I'm Green wrong. Lantern. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Batman. So this is, you know, this for me, this is when I'm just, it's losing me here, this episode, because mm-hmm. I, you know, don't care about any of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And Batman's there. And so this ace, who's, uh, what, Cadmus, that the who Amanda mm-hmm. Waller is behind, all that. Okay. She was a tool of the government. They, you know. Reminded me of uh, Stranger Things in a way. You, did you watch Stranger <laughs> Things? Uh, some, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't go there. I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminded me that Ace is like the Millie Bobby Brown character. Okay. Uh, Eleven and Stranger Things. They similar, you know, government the telepathic powers, but she's got there. A, you go multiplied because she can create alternate reality somehow i get it i took it as she's gonna like when she when she died uh it was almost gonna be like a freaking bomb explode or i don't Mm -hmm. it it just and so amanda waller says so uh we got to take her out before she dies and batman agrees to do it oh batman's gonna kill oh no yeah oh no you know that was I almost did a Minnesota. Oh no, oh. right there. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Batman agrees, and he goes into whatever alternate reality it, with all these strange-looking mushroom-looking plants and a castle and Mario Land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Mario. Yeah, and then you know. And then, uh, th- and then there's Luigi and Mario jumping on mushrooms, yeah. and uh, the the princesses, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. princesses on top of the castle where Batman is at, and Bowser comes in. Anyway, um, crazy, it's all connected. Hot Hoss would like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so she's just he finds Ace, and she's swinging on a swing set, and it. She just kind of, you know, I'm going to die and I'm scared. And that you're, I know you're not going to, you weren't going to kill me. No, I wasn't. And he sits in a swing and she's, and he holds her hand. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Uh, This scene did nothing for me. Oh, it did nothing for you. Okay. No. I mean, it was just too much of of the stuff with Batman that I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, the superheroes and the Justice League and all this, you know, tele, uh, telepathy and 
all this. I, the 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 part with Batman holding her hand, staying there with her, and bringing her out is sweet. Yes, but it doesn't just it didn't just doesn't knock me out as far as that's some of the best Batman stuff I've ever seen in my life. No, so that's just me. That's just me. Your take. So my take on it is that. I think that's a good moment, Batman moment in the animation, because he's basically uh, he's walking up to a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Um, classic Batman. He's not afraid. Yeah. He is, and he's just not showing it because that's also Batman. But he sees this is still, you know, this is still a living thing. This is a, a person. And Amanda Waller what is her assignment always is is for the greater good a lot of times it comes at whatever means necessary including if Mm -hmm. we've got to get dirty about it but it's for the greater good so here it's yeah you have a nuclear bomb you need to get rid of the nuclear bomb because that nuclear bomb is going to kill a lot of people hey you know that doesn't sound so crazy to me the only bad thing is that the nuclear bomb is a living person yeah so giving Batman a tool to go get rid of it. Um, now we could say get rid of her. That starts to get like, oh, that's not Batman, though. That's Batman doesn't kill. Yeah. Uh, so he finds an alternate way. In which is. Sit. Calm down. That's going to diffuse. And she'll just pass peacefully. Mm-hmm. So that to me definitely highlights the character of Batman uh, in this mm-hmm. in this crazy setting that I'm not usually I mean I'll follow Batman wherever he goes uh, but that's it's not my thing to have him doing in these weird not weird sorry not weird but like very sci-fi settings other beings space like all that stuff it's just not my thing yeah but at the at the core of it, they got the character right. Yeah. So I think that's why that's why people go to this episode. I think that's why people put this on the mantle of it's so great. I don't think just that moment uh, <clears throat> should just encapsulate the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it is a good moment, but it didn't. What do the kids say? I wasn't shook. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I didn't cry. I didn't have a tear in my eye, and it's not because I don't feel emotions while watching TV shows or movies at all. It's just I don't think it's a top ten or top twenty Batman moment, but I think it's a good Batman moment when you look at the core of it and you kind of forget about the all the other factors of that setting, and you think about like, okay, but what's Batman doing? Oh, he's he's taking an alternate route from killing. Yeah because he sees a living human being here um, and he finds a way, a different way. And I think that is a, a core character element. I agree. It's very Batman. Mm -hmm. It's just because of the setting it's in. Yeah. It just takes, it, it takes a lot away from it for me personally where, uh, you know, we've seen Batman do this in comics and film 
and and more Batman centric settings. You know, sure. mm-hmm. um, so that's just like I said, that's just me. And you're and not my, a total hater take, on that that kind of stuff because you love Brave and the Bold, as we have talked many times. Yes, where Batman does yes. end up in some crazy settings with some some yes. wild characters, but and and I've you know people ask, well, how do you how can that be your favorite animated? And I always say, it's it's how it's presented. Yeah, you know, um, not that it's not that Brave and the Bold is is a, a goof you know mm-hmm. but the way it's presented under the you know the, with the the idea of it being um it's a love letter batman and batman history and a little bit of dc history as well that and the kind of uh that's you know that's first and foremost what that animated series is where this is you're trying to be serious with this series and that's where you know it it just doesn't it doesn't work for me with batman when you're trying to be serious with the character Mm -hmm. and you have all this fantastical stuff going on it just takes i i yes i i i stay in gotham does that make Mm -hmm. sense okay Mm -hmm. um i don't like to get out of gotham so and i think batman works best if you're going to do a serious Batman, you got to. It, it, it work. He works best when he is presented in a way that makes everyone, even the mainstream general audience, why he's so beloved. We relate to him because he's a human. Mm-hmm. You're not right. And I always say, then I say, well, look at look at the animated, you know, Justice League animated series, Justice League Unlimited, and I'm my, like, okay, yes. It, are those are those series done very well? Yes, but the audience is not the general audience, right? Yeah, the audience is fans and fans who like that, like Justice League, and they accept things like that. So, not to get off on a, a you know op ed piece here, I just you when you think about live action film and you who's it's being made for the general audience to make the mm-hmm. most money possible. You want to present bat in this case, Batman in a way that, that, that is most um, uh, accessible and likable to the general audience. So enough of that soapbox and uh, opinion right there. All I hear anyway, is that you yeah. just, you just hate the DC universe, Bill. That's all you. Yeah, that's all yeah. I got out of that. Yeah, it, it was Big like I was, I was talking like Charlie Brown's teacher, and just went. I hate the DC universe. But getting back to the the episode epilogue, like I said, if it had been going back and revisiting it this on this this time I watched it, if there had been some breadcrumbs some seeds planted in Batman beyond where um, this didn't come off as much as like a huge rec, you know, retroactive change mm-hmm. to the series, then it might've bumped up. It may be more, I might like it. I do like it quite a bit. I may like it even more, 
I think the reason I like it as much as I do, um, and it's not like in my top sure. about Batman episodes, mm -hmm. right? Wouldn't be up there high, but um, I do like the fact that it it gives a closure to Bat the Batman Beyond sure. series. Yeah, and, and I mean, surprisingly, and I do like the Batman, what that Batman scene means. Uh, the strength of it is actually, um, I don't know, Will Friedle, Will Friedle. Yeah, uh, I think he's a I mean, he's great as Terry McGinnis. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a strength in Batman Beyond. Uh, I think he's he's great, and I do like the Terry McGinnis character. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't. I like that series. I don't love it, but a huge reason that I do like the series is because of him. So I do like his scenes there with Amanda Waller. So even though I said it's very exposition heavy, the whole episode of just like talking, 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 he's doing a good job talking, <laughs> like in in acting and and all of that. I think that's just that's a major strength of the episode. Uh, I don't. I'm a little eye rolly with it all as he leaves. And he's like, what does he say? Just like my father or something as he's walking out yeah. of the room. With just like my, Warren, and I'm like, oh. just, just like, oh yeah. Yeah. You see um, my old man. Yeah. When he's okay. when, the part where he's, he goes back to, well, let's finish up here and just kind of, yep. so apparently that story that Amanda Waller tells him about Batman and the, and Ace and the all that kind of uh, shakes Terry and gives him, a new, gives him a new perspective. You know, uh, he knows he he also thinks that Bruce was behind it. Mm -hmm. The whole, you know, Bruce planting those nanobot DNA, the alter, you know, of his yeah. into uh, Terry's McGinnis um, father. And um, he thinks he's nothing more than a clone of Bruce Wayne, but he's actually, you know, he's, 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 he's Bruce Wayne's son, just, you know, not a clone of Bruce. And, you know, he's, there's, you know, scene of him. He, he's, he breaks up with Dana. Cause mm -hmm. I just can't, uh, Batman can't have anybody around him. Yeah. That, you know, uh, which he thinks is um, what, 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 you know, that was Bruce. He just want to be like Bruce, to be know? back. So now he's not, you know, <laughs> he's going to be just like Bruce. I can't have anybody. I can't have family. And blah, 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 blah. So in, in the end, he, uh, he's back at Wayne Manor. He calls Dana three in the morning, says, we still on for Friday. This is after they broke up. Yeah. I mean, when did they, you know, so he broke you up with her. But they did. Still, yeah. The black and white, you thought they did. And that's what yeah. I mean. That's where I got like, well, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. okay. So he's got an engagement ring. He can't tell her. He's going to tell her Friday when they go out. So he's, we, we were left with Terry is going to um, marry his longtime love, Dana, and be happy. And then he has this last, well, not because Bruce is still alive, but the last part of the episode, this exchange with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> some, where, some cold soup, which you know what it yeah. made me think of? Maybe it was fishy swag. It's yes. supposed to so, be cold. <laughs> I, even though I have my, um, you know, eye rolls and like, oh, that's kind of a little bit too convenient and you're retroactively changing things. Uh, 
I think that that final scene with Bruce and Terry is pretty cool. I mean, Bruce yeah. kind of comes off as Clint Eastwood old father. Yeah, you know, it's like I made you some soup. You know, I mean, it's probably cold. it's cold. No, no, that that that's that's about best that Bruce can do of saying, you know, I I really care about you. You know, yeah. they just says I made you, I made you some soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's a, you're just stubborn. You know, I'm just like you know, you're stubborn. Bruce tells him, yes, just like just like my old man. And then mm-hmm. he's and then it flies off in a nod yeah. to. I think everybody would probably notice it of extreme nod to on leather wings yeah i mean the animated series episode i mean even the same line of from the police officer of did you see that you know and then they they do the a batman beyond version of the animated series theme yeah or music and stuff like that which i think is cool a, a good you know uh what do you always say the ending at the ending of batman begins it's like you're high-fiving and like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sends off with that kind of like a vibe, yeah. which is cool. And I appreciate. Yeah. He's going to see, he's not going to see Gordon. He's going to see Superman. Can't. Can't. As, uh, as uh, Bruce Wayne says. So there you have it. Um, overall, solid B. Yeah. I think, I, mean, I don't know. A B. Because when I, when I talk yeah. negatively about something, I feel like I probably was really harsh on it. Um, I was just trying to speak honestly. No, no, and no. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. probably like a B. Yeah. Um, the the reasons that it doesn't just really hit for me, uh, I'm. It's definitive. Those are my feelings on it. I don't think yeah. those are going to change, but I think there's strengths strengths to the episode. I think there's good stuff for the episode. I respect respect the episode and glad that they got to put a capper on Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um. And so with those strengths, it's not something I need to revisit very often, which, you know, I haven't. So, uh, but if it comes across again, it's not like, oh God, it won't be a a yeah. slog. It's just not, not a top episode I need to revisit, but I, I'm not, I think we, I think we're probably in the same range. I think I may have liked like, kind of like that last scene with Bruce and Terry mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say saves it for me, but um kind of puts me at ease with some of the the misgivings I have about some of the other stuff. If an ending can send you off, yeah, you know, happy, then you're kind of like, okay, you can kind I think you it helps you with the thing overall. Yeah. If it really ends in such a whimper and like a burp, then I think it's less likely you have like you have great opinions of the episodes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I think we talk about the reason I want really wanted to talk about this one is because I think it's important in Batman animation history. Yeah, that it is they that they yeah. gave Batman Begins and a capper an ending beyond. I said Batman, Batman Begins, Batman Beyond. <laughs> yes, sorry, Batman Beyond uh, yeah. gave it an uh, an ending, and it's an ending where you can it's very you can continue the story however you want in your mind mm-hmm. because yep. you know which is how future... it should be for batman and yes in some in some cases yeah. there are some cases where they put in they gave it an ending yeah that was good but anyways so that's it and uh reason I, why i want to talk about it glad we got all these perspectives out i'd be interested uh 
like the reason I guess um, my uh, affinity toward Batman Beyond is because that was the that was the ep- the series that I watched with my kids when they were little. Yeah, uh, and we know Micah, Micah's a huge Mi- fan yeah, of that. Show. Micah likes Micah loves Batman Beyond. So him and his sister, and then later Jake. Um, that's what we that's what they we watched it Saturday mornings when it first aired, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's all. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like Batman Forever. Cause that was the film they came up. We would watch, you know, when we'd watch it live yeah. action Batman. So yeah, that that's, I got some nostalgic uh, sentiment toward the series because of, because of that. So that's it. That's all I got. There you go. Yeah. I've said my piece on it. Yes. <laughs> so did you have a lot of joy during the holidays? Joy to the world. Okay. No uh, negative, no time. negativity toward joy, right? Mm-mm. No, it made me happy. All of it, it was Very joyful. Good. Joyful right. is the term. There you go. Awesome. All right. Joyful. You want to plug anything? Would love to. Check out Batman on film. My name has. Re- you click on it. There's reviews out the wazoo of uh, the bat- main Batman title. Uh, actually, a new. Yeah. Um, Check it out for 131 Batman. 131 Batman 131, uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight, as well as past interviews and posts. Uh, also, because you posted on there uh, generously, the Batman Book Club, my podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. The last episode was with our our pal, our favorite Italian, Boudin Pockets, uh, Peter Rivera, where we did the wrap up of December Batman, new Batman comics in December. That was a really fun, good discussion. You were actually on there recently talking the very yes. first Batman issue, uh-huh. a case of the chemical syndicate. So check that out. And then actually what's coming to that show this month is talking Tom King's Batman run a couple episodes in uh, different ways. So make sure to check that out. Oh, that's um, it's going to be a multi episode discussion. Yeah. Different guests. Okay. Uh, yeah. talking different aspects of the run so okay pretty exciting awesome got the first one underway just waiting to drop it real quick i have to ask you mm-hmm. with uh batman 131 i texted you and said and i said after reading it i went i think i might possibly dig this storyline mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> and i got your review you reviewed it favorably um, which, I mean, I, do you like the premise? I mean, I like the premise of you're stripping Batman down to the very core of Batman, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got to be Batman in a world. He's for the first time again, mm-hmm. in a way. Any quick thoughts on this before we go? Um, reviewed favorably because yeah, I do like it's, it's a gritty grounded take um, completely different from the last arc, which I said in the review, I think big bombastic um, Michael Bay comic book, basically, you know, yeah. it's just nothing but action and a person, especially Batman fighting a machine. They made Terminator movies. 
that were really good, but otherwise that doesn't that's not my jive. Yeah. Uh I was entertained enough by that first arc, but I was really glad when it was done. And this seems to almost yeah. be it's the same writer, uh, but it's gonna be the opposite. That was like just Bruce in the bat suit, the whole arc. Big mm-hmm. action fights the whole time. This is Bruce and what's left of the suit, which is hardly anything. And it's, you know, street level. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to be a Bruce story. Now, who knows? I know, I have no idea. I don't know how long this arc is going to be, where it's going to go, anything like that. It's just like, okay, starting off is just Bruce. So we'll see. I also, I'm, I so miss status quo Batman at Wayne Manor with Alfred Batcave, Batmobiles. I miss that, but I've also that's the whole point for these offshoot miniseries. We're getting that there. Yeah. So we're kind of getting everything with Batman. So your initial question, we'll see where this, this art goes. Um I like the first the first part. Yep, I'm with you. Alright, I will plug this. Batman dash on dash film.com. Oh, okay. That's all you got. That's all you got. Just go it's there. Twenty five this year. Twenty five years. Did I ever tell the story about how I founded or started web uh started started web TV? Film. I don't tell anybody that. Okay. Got it. Yeah, okay. Trying to keep that on down low. Started Batman if I'm on a web TV. I, I I think I have, but if you if you want to hear that story, just go find the BF Chronicles. <laughs> go to Batman dash on dash film Yeah. <laughs> There's a podcast series about the history of Batman on film that me and Ryan did. So with that announcer Rachel will take us out. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Batman Animation, a BatmanOnFilm.com podcast revisiting the animated TV and film adventures of the Caped Crusader. Follow Batman Animation on Twitter at Batman Animation. Follow BOF on Twitter at The Batman on Film. Follow Jet on Twitter at Batman on Film. For Jet and Team BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Batman on Film, authoritative, definitive, the original, established in 1998. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.